Hello, I'm delighted you can join us for another Bible teaching session here on Search for Truth. In this Who Am I? series of studies, our Bible teacher Brian's looking at how we're seen from God's perspective and to help us to appreciate more fully what the Bible teaches about us and how God regards us. Uh, Brian also highlights some of the marvellous opportunities the Scriptures uh, make available to us. And today's talk describes some of the results of taking advantage of those marvellous opportunities, and it's called Greatly Blessed. So here's Brian to tell us more. Thanks. Waylon Prendergast, aged 37, of Tampa, Florida, committed a spur-of-the-moment robbery while on his way home from a late-night drinking session. A very drunk Mr Prendergast forced his way into a house through an upstairs window which had been left open. Once inside, he filled a suitcase with cash and valuables before setting the living room on fire in order to cover his tracks. He then escaped through the back door and made his way home, laughing all the way. Only when he turned the corner of his own street and discovered three fire engines outside his house did he realise that in his drunkenness he had in fact broken into and set fire to his own property? His later comment was, I had no idea I had so many valuable possessions. While we may not do anything quite that stupid, at least nothing that makes the national newspapers, there are times when all of us as Christians need to stop and reflect before coming to the same conclusion that Mr Prendergast came to when he said, I had no idea I had so many valuable possessions. Beyond the physical blessings we enjoy, there's so much more that God has given us through Jesus Christ. As the Apostle Paul wrote in his Bible letter to the Ephesians, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him, in love he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace. We'll pause there for a moment and reflect on what Paul by the Spirit has just been saying. In a sense, we should read on, for the whole section we're reading, from Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 3 down until verse 14, is one continuous sentence in Paul's original letter. It's almost as if when Paul started to list all these blessings, he just couldn't stop. There's an old hymn which encourages us to count our blessings and name them one by one. We can start to do that, and it's good that we do, but we'll surely never get to the end, for we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. And do you think we could ever fathom that depth and sheer wealth of blessing? Let's think about which specific blessings have already been listed by Paul. Actually, we've split our reading into three parts by using the repeated expression to the praise of the glory of his grace. It's worth reflecting for a moment on these words, which Paul uses time and time again here. God has blessed us with this ultimate goal in view, which is that it should be all to the praise of his glorious grace. But just what does that mean? Praise, of course, is a recognition. When we praise someone, we're recognising their achievement. And the biblical word for glory seems to be associated with heaviness 
as reflected in when Paul talks about the weight of glory in 2 Corinthians 4. The fact that we are so blessed seems designed to result in a recognition by us of God's profundity. Interestingly, we'll find that part one of this list of blessings contains blessings which are attributed to God the Father. Do you remember any of the specific ones? Basically, they centre around the fact that he chose us in the timeless, dateless past and lovingly predestined us to be his adopted sons. No wonder they are placed first. These must be amongst our most fundamental blessings. But we press on now with further thoughts of God's grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished on us. In all wisdom and insight, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his kind intention which he purposed in him, with a view to an administration suitable to the fullness of the times, that is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in the heavens and things on the earth. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will, to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of his glory. Well, if the first part of this long sentence of Paul's was about blessings which we could attribute to the Father, this next part we've just read relates the blessings directly to Christ the Son. Such things as redemption, forgiveness and a wonderful inheritance feature prominently. Of course, all the blessings in all three parts, as we've termed them, are all in-Christ blessings. That goes to show us how strongly our new Christian identity should affect the way we view ourselves all the time. Just like a preacher, in concluding his message, may repeat his main point as being the summation of all that he said, so God will finally bring everything, at least everything that's in view here, into a state of being united under and gathered around Christ. This has always been God's master plan, to sum up all things in Christ, so that Christ should be central and supreme. To achieve it now is our remit, to achieve it ultimately is our destiny. Sometimes the loss of harmony in our relationships, or the decisions of others to leave the church, or the struggle against illness and loss, can be like a little piece of grit in our shoe. These real difficulties can become our total preoccupation. At times like that, thinking about the bigger picture, which is so loaded with blessing, can help us to restore our perspective. When life seems tough, and following Christ isn't easy, it's good to get a broader perspective by taking an inventory on our blessings, through using a Bible passage like this one, or Psalm 103, where David says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. 
For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. If David had been feeling down beforehand, I'm sure his spirit was soon praising God as he reflected on all that God had done for him. But we better complete our look at Ephesians chapter 1, at least its listing of blessings from verse 3 to verse 14. Paul concludes his list like this, In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance, with a view to the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of his glory. Finally, in this third instalment, the blessings are related to the actions of God the Spirit, as we are reminded of the Spirit's work, inasmuch as we have been sealed in him. The fact that the Holy Spirit is in us is presented to us here in terms of viewing him as being the guaranteeing deposit of all that is to come, a kind of absolutely wonderful down payment in advance of everything that is yet to come. What a blessing it is to know that we are eternally secure in Christ. We can never lose these great blessings. Someone has said, praise is like a fire that needs fuel. If we are wondering what that means, I think a little glimpse at the next two verses Paul wrote should explain it. After recounting all these blessings in Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 3 to verse 14, he then says in verse 15, For this reason I too having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus which exists among you and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers. For this reason, Paul says, in other words, because of his review of all that wealth of blessing, Paul now has brought to mind so much to be thankful to God for. May we do the same and thank and praise God now for his blessings to us, which are all secured in Christ.
Thanks for your talk today, Brian. There was certainly a lot to encourage us in Brian's Bible study, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. The booklet, which is the transcript of this whole series of talks, is available free uh, to you, so if you'd like one or more uh, for group study or to pass on to a friend, then make sure you let us have your postal address and ask for the title, Who Am I? And all the internet addresses, which I'll give you in a moment, are found at the back of this booklet. And there are also back issues of other titles which you might like to download via the internet or through Amazon. So I'll tell you how to do this in a moment. But first of all, here's our postal and email address. Search for Truth, Church of God, Downing Drive, Leicester, LE5, 6LN. That's LE5, 6LN, United Kingdom. And now our email address sft at churchesofgod.info That's sft at churchesofgod.info Now, as I've said, you can download audio versions of some past programmes. Go to www.searchfortruth.org.uk And this is our church website where you can also access helpful material. Some titles of Search for Truth booklets are also available at Amazon. Just go to amazon.co.uk forward slash Kindle ebooks and type Search for Truth series into the search box and you'll find a growing list of transcript books from previous programmes is available there. So once more, many thanks for the privilege and pleasure of your company today. We greatly value your interest in these programmes. And the final talk in this series next week is called Eternally Loved. So please join us if you can. But until then, it's very best wishes from Brian, from David, from our singers, and from me, John. So goodbye, and may God richly bless you.